y'all said for better, for worse, for richer or poor. That's what you said under the oath of God, right? When you got married, all everybody says it, but now the things are getting a little financially tough. She's wondering if she should leave the relationship. All right. But now is is with what he's doing, the way he's acting about their financial situation, is it enough to end their relationship? It's a good one today, man. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yep. Today is the 5th of January. This is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, I've got a really sensitive question that I've got to ask, and I'm really hoping that the person that I'm speaking about is not listening because if any of you are, just know this is coming from a really good place, a place of of, of love, a place of uh, support, a place of honesty, okay? So, and I know we've all been in these situations before. I have a friend who is is overweight um clear that clearly is overweight and um i think anybody including herself and uh would would consider her as such if we're talking about just being a healthy person and not being a healthy person mm-hmm. um for the last couple of weeks though she's had this thing where she keeps coming to me and like just anytime we're talking on the phone she's like I just, I'm just so fat. Ugh, I'm like so fat. Oh, I'm like so fat. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know mm. how to respond to that comment. Mm-mm. Have you been in a spot like this before? Where like, and and again, what what I want to say, and the natural reaction that comes out of my mouth is, "You're not fat. Stop." You know, and that's what she wants to hear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is, and again, this is come. This is not to be controversial. This mm-hmm. is not to be controversial. But the 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 truth is, like, yeah, she she is she is overweight. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, she's you know uh, she's been thinner in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm I'm talking about just a a person that I love and a person that I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has she's gained some weight. Mm-hmm. And I know she's uncomfortable with it. I just don't know, as a friend, mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to say back to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there is a good answer or a good comment other than, no, you're not. Even mm-hmm. though we all kind of know, the truth is, is maybe people that are asking could lose weight. I can lose, I can lose weight. You know what I mean? Like we can, all, most of us could probably lose weight. Uh, so I, I just don't, I don't know collectively. Do we just need to be nice people in those kind of situations and just say, no, you're not. And then move on. And I'm somebody, you all know me. If you listen to podcasts for a long time, you know, I'm somebody that's always struggled with my weight. I've struggled with my body image and I feel like if I was saying that, yeah, all I want to hear is, no, you're not. No, mm-hmm. you're not. That's all I want to hear is, no, you're not. <laughs> I, 
I'm not looking, I'm not looking for confirmation. I'm looking for you to say, no, you're not. Uh-huh. So is that what we're supposed to say when people bring up their weight and, and they, they probably even know they should, they, they, they should lose weight, you know, for their health, for their health. Okay. And this is a touchy topic. I feel kind of uncomfortable talking about this, but I just want to be honest about this. Mom, how do you, how do you feel about that? Well, I've, I've been in this situation many times. Um, and you know, what I would say and what I do say is, oh, I know how you feel. I always feel so bad when I'm overweight. You know, how can I support you and feeling better? So you, you confirm it then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, by saying you understand the experience because you've had it yourself. So it's, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that would. You just said that. You just said that. No, I, I know, I know, you know, I know. I just don't think that would make me feel good. And in oh. these situations, are we supposed to just be making people feel good? Well, I don't know. Maybe she's looking for support. You know, how can I support you and feeling better about yourself? I just can't imagine. Now, now, it's all just for a second. Take that. Just imagine that you're and you're overweight, and somebody comes to you and says, "I know how you're feeling." Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> it it just it struck me. Somebody, of course, that has you know body dysmorphia. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to see how that would really feel. So wait, say it again. I would say. Oh, I know how you feel. I, I always hate it when I'm overweight or I'm overweight right now and I and I feel bad. You know, so how how can I support you in feeling better? You know, how can we support each other in feeling better? I mean, sometimes Maggie and I put each other to a challenge, you know, and say, Okay, we're gonna eat great this week and we're gonna do our food diaries, you know. I just I don't know that, that well, would if that know. would make me feel any better. I don't know that, that would mm-hmm. literally make me feel any better. Well, it's um, saying that you love her and you want to support her. <laughs> I just don't know. Is this it's one of these times that it's lying. okay? Is Well, is it? Okay, hang on. Because we've talked about this before in the past in the show too. Sometimes I feel like it is okay just to lie. Hmm. And this situation, like me confirming her weight, her overweightness is not going to probably change anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like my confirmation is not going to be, oh, wait, he's like, okay, he confirmed it. So I'm, now I'm going to go turn to a healthier lifestyle. <laughs> But no, you're asking her how you can support her in feeling better. Uh, I don't know. Can we get creative? Is there a way I can support you in feeling better? I want to get creative on this. I know that feeling. How can I support you? I know we've all been in these situations before. I know 100% of people listening have been in this spot before. Oh, yeah. And somebody has said, oh, my God, I'm so fat right now. Yeah. And what was your response? Do you just lie? Because honestly, in this situation, I almost feel like just saying like, oh my God, you're so not, stop, is maybe the right thing to do. Hmm. Maybe. Even though it, it's, because like, what is it going to do? What am I going to do? What is my comment of, of confirmation going to do? Any positivity until she's really ready to make a change and until anybody's ready to make a change. Yeah, you know, she and, has and, to decide. So what you're saying is that you're just affirming what she says. Oh, this conversation makes me feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I don't know even know why. I'm not even sure. This is probably the most controversial topic we've had on the podcast in a long time. Mm. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me between these two situations, which one, which one do you hate worse? Uh, for those that, that live in stacked living, you know, there comes with a lot of different issues. Um, one, one of them being, of course, if you have neighbors, you know, above you or below you, but I'll give you the second most annoying thing 
when it comes to living and stacked living. In case you don't know, I live in a I live in a condo. I'm on the fifth of six floors, by the way. Uh, and it has nothing to do with, with this next topic. I don't know why I told you them. <laughs> I'm unit number one, two, seven. I'll be gone next week. Come around me. Um, I don't know why that was, that was way too specific to what I'm doing here. Um, okay. Second most annoying thing about stacked living because I'm probably all of us have at some point lived in, in a stacked living situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure out of these two situations, if I got the short end of the stick mm-hmm. or if it could have been worse, what's worse. Fire alarm going off in the middle of the night, okay, which arguably terrible, or fire alarm going off, and this is a first for me today, fire alarm going off when you only have a small window of time to take a nap. (laughs) Because I'm exhausted right now. I'm way more tired right now than I would have been if I would have been awoken in the middle of the night by a fire alarm. I, you know, I literally – I have about an hour a day where I can like decompress and take a nap, right? I build that into my schedule. Mm-hmm. It is like a religious thing that nobody in this world can mess with, literally. Mm-hmm. Like I guard this hour with my life. Nothing else – like literally they were like, hey, listen, um, the only thing I ever give it up for is twice a year when I have to go do Radiothon for the children's hospital here. That's the yeah. only time. Other than yeah. that, there's not no meeting. There's not no <laughs> phone call. There's nothing. There's no woman. There's no man. There's no family member. There's nothing that is more important to me than getting this one hour, maybe hour and a half of just downtime. Mm-hmm. So today, it's like it was like two o'clock. Close my eyes. The freaking fire alarm goes off. I'm like, what the hell? It's so annoying. But it's okay. I still got, you know, 50 minutes to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. About 10 minutes later, the fire alarm goes off again. And literally, I'm like, what the hell? So I get an email from my apartment complex, a condo, I guess. And it's like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, we're testing the fire alarms today. You can expect the fire alarm to go off for the next hour, hour and a half. I'm like, it's the only time I have. <laughs> it's the only time I have during the day. <laughs> but I'm good. I get real pouty in the afternoon, man. Mm-hmm. I need this. And he said, Mom, what's worse? Is it the fire alarm in the middle of the night, which sucks, it like scares the shit out of you? Or is it the one hour? Is it the one hour that you can decompress during the day? Well, I don't take naps. So for me, for sure, it would be at nighttime. And I think it would be at nighttime too. It would be worse because it's be so scary. I don't think so. I don't think so. The way I'm feeling right now is garbage. Compared to if I get and, and it goes off probably once a quarter in the middle of the night for some reason. Why and why is that? Have you noticed that fire alarms never go off at like nine fifteen right after you left the house? <laughs> it's always at two a.m. It's at like two a.m. <laughs> or the most inconvenient times <laughs> ever. I'm not even. It's like it's like the universe waits for you. Just it's it's some kind of bad karma. I'm sure that I put out into the universe somewhere throughout the day, and it's like you know what? We're really gonna f up nap time today. <laughs> So I, you know what I did though? So since I couldn't sleep. I bet there are a lot of people in your, in your condo too, who are taking naps. Oh yeah. It's literally all Considering the, you know, the age demographics, what average age 70. 70 plus. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me, this is what I did instead. So what I did, what, what does any normal person do when they can't sleep? They go on TikTok. I found a dating theory that I want to run past you. And I think that if you're in a relationship, women, I want to see if you agree with the theory of when your man met you, was it you or was it the timing? 
Okay. Listen to this. Listen to this girl from TikTok. Her her theory on on relationships. Listen. This is. I found this. I was like going down a rabbit hole today. Ever since I heard this theory, I cannot get it out of my mind. Men marry the woman in front of them at the time they are ready to get married. Let's talk about it. So I was scrolling through TikTok one day, as we all do, and I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings and she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married. Implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down. Like when you decide, especially a man, when a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family, he takes a way different approach to dating. That part in his brain of like, oh, there's another girl out there shuts off because now his focus is on marriage. It's not in finding the next best thing. Are y'all following? Like, do you agree? Do you disagree? I need to know. Okay, so that's what you're talking about. So then, of course, I, I go down a rabbit hole, and there's women replying to this saying it's absolutely true. One woman said that she uh, she had dated a guy for a long time, and he wasn't married, or he, he didn't want to marry her, so they broke up, and then he married, like, the next woman that he met, like, pretty quick, you know, shortly after they those two had met. And... Mm-hmm. She went on to say that a couple of years later, he calls her and they had gotten divorced. Like three years later, he calls her and they got divorced and he was like, oh my God, I, um, you know, you were the one that got away. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, there, you had me. Like, there was no, I didn't get away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but I just wasn't ready mm. to do it. <laughs> so like, is this theory? Now, let me, let me take this now personally and we'll come back to your, and see if you agree with this in a second. But, you know, I wonder i keep wondering like my hold up like i think this can go one of two ways like is is it that i just haven't found the one Mm -hmm. or is it that my timing is just not right yet Hmm. am i going to continue to keep searching aimlessly because y'all i've dated some amazing women honest to god Mm -hmm. most of the women that i've dated have been absolutely amazing right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't wanted to marry any of them. I haven't wanted mm-hmm. to be in a relationship with any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're and to none of their fault, by the way. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's really just been me being like, I don't really want to be in a relationship. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I get, I start taking like steps towards it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, you know, it's too much for me. I got to focus on my job right now. I'm trying to focus on me right now. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of like when I met my ex-wife, Mm-hmm. It was like I was very much actively looking for a partner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I met her. She was like basically because I had just gotten my first full-time morning show job, which was my first priority, right? Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, before that, I was kind of bouncing around and my, my goal was never to uh, – stay in you know doing what i was doing in other radio shifts i always wanted to have a morning show it was always mm-hmm. my goal was to have a morning show mm-hmm. so i got a morning show and then all of a sudden it was like the first woman that i met post getting my morning show mm-hmm. i married mm-hmm. what do you think mom is that do you do you agree with this theory my brain's just spinning over here now mm-hmm. of like maybe this is more of a you know uh a timing thing more than it is uh 
the right well, person. And, and really quick, wait, one more thing before let me – sorry, I'm sorry. One more thing that I want to point out too is that – so women in hindsight, and most of you guys are married, so – I would say 90% of people listen to the show are married. This is going to mean nothing to you. But for the 10% that aren't, I want you, or maybe there's, there's still some aggression or some hard feelings about a relationship that didn't work out. And you maybe you take it personal, but maybe it wasn't about you at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it just the man? Is there some weird man theory here that we've cracked? Mm-hmm. It's men just when they are ready, they'll basically pick the first woman that they see. And they're like, okay, I'm looking for a wife. This one will work. We're good to go. Okay, now you can talk, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that um, that it's necessarily that you marry the person that you see. I think that though, if you are consciously or subconsciously looking for a partner, that women look different to you. What do you, you know, mean? As opposed to, eh. Don't want to be in a relationship. I like living by myself. No responsibility. Do what I want to when I want to, yada, yada. Versus, hey, I think I'm ready to settle down. You know, I've got a good job. I'm pretty stable now. I'd like to have a partner to share my life with and do A, B, C, D, whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, I think th- I think your lens on the world changes. And so you you see not only the people that you meet differently, you see the world differently. So what do you think about like with dad though? When do you think that dad was at a spot where he met you where he's okay, I'm like ready to settle it on down over here? Well, maybe because you know he he was already engaged. Well, that's true. <laughs> he was he was just taking everybody, basically any woman that wanted to get so, married. You know, maybe in his case he was looking for someone so that he could break up his engagement. <laughs> but you know? he clearly was very ready know. to get married. Um, I don't know. He had a girlfriend and a fiance. That's Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't have a girlfriend <laughs> at first and you know, and then and then we dated for some time. I don't know. I don't know what period of time, honestly, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we dated before she don't. was finally out. I of bet the I bet his version <laughs> of the story was there was a clear separation between the two. <laughs> yeah, because I knew nothing about her for a long time. But I think even though we... his dad was clearly calling me her name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, okay, maybe I should have asked more questions. Yeah. But- How long ago did you guys separate? Oh, you're still together? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Interesting theory. I just wanted to put that out there today because yeah, I've just been kind of- interesting. Yeah. Brain's been spinning and how many comments underneath there were completely agreeing with it. It's very, uh-huh. very interesting. Yes. Okay. It's our Thursday quote. What do we got for today, Mom? Okay. It's from Les Brown. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we're living our fears. Whoa. Think about what you just said. Yep. That scenario, right? Damn, that's a good one. That's a good, that's the best quote you've had all year. All (laughs) five days. All five days. In the last five days, that's the best quote. But isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, we're we're afraid. And we're afraid that if we take that plunge, oh my God, you know, this might happen, that might happen. And we get fearful and we back off. Yeah. Um, So we live in that state of fear. Of what might happen, could happen, whether it in reality would or could. Right. Um, so, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I would say probably most of us, I think if we didn't live in fear, we wouldn't do half the shit we do. 
No. <laughs> I guarantee not. you, you probably wouldn't be working the job you were working in if you didn't live in fear of like, how am I going to pay my bills? I'm I guarantee you. I'm not being able you. to get another one. <laughs> yeah. Like, how am I going like, to pay my bills? Um, you wouldn't I, be afraid to, to speak honestly with your friend if you weren't fearful of losing the relationship. Well, or hurting feelings, I think, is yeah, more of my thing. Somebody. I just, yeah, I just don't want to be cruel to anyone. Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, then let's take it back to relationships then, right? So am mm-hmm. I living my dreams or am I living in fear? Mm-hmm. I think right now, absolutely. I am 100. I mean, you know, being in therapy now for a while, mm-hmm. I have really been um, uh, fee. I mean, yeah, a lot of it doesn't really lie in like, what am I looking for versus what am I scared of happening again, right? Uh-huh. Divorce will do that to you. Yeah. Man, you people that have been got married the first time and y'all been married for the same partner, y'all don't even know. But I guarantee you, you wouldn't do it again the same way twice. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You don't do it. Remember you first met your partner and you were like, I like you don't think about shit. No. You don't no. you didn't think about one thing. No, you're blinded by love. You just like, <laughs> I like you, you like me, we're 19, let's get married. Like <laughs> that's right. Okay. Now here's what happens when you're 39 and a half is you're like <laughs> Hang on, I have paid an exorbitant amount of money to make the last one go away. (laughs) I got cheated on. They had to pay her to go away. (laughs) And through those 10 years, it was pretty non-fulfilling, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) So why do I want to do that again? Why in the world would I ever want to do that again, Mm -hmm. to be completely honest with you? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, but but that's not because I'm like, oh my God, there's a partner that could bring so much joy and fulfillment. And, and like, right. I'm not thinking that. I'm just like, man, right. let me tell you what you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, I, here's the thing too. Divorce people, let me talk to you for a minute. I, I, I hate when married people are like, even unmarried people. You got friends that are like unmarried. Like, oh, you're just bitter. I'm like, I don't think we're bitter. <laughs> I think we're just smarter. Hmm. I think we're more intelligent. <laughs> the second time around. I think we make different decisions than we would have made the first time. Like when I met my ex-wife, honest to God, nothing mattered. Didn't mm-hmm. think about shit <laughs> other than like just, you know, how are we going to pay the pay the rent? Other than that, didn't care. Yeah. As long as we keep a roof over our head, love will uh, see Find us through. Way. Find a way. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Like every song we've ever listened to. Uh-huh. All you need is love. Well, uh-huh. I'm going to be honest with you. You need a lot more. <laughs> yes. You do. <laughs> you need but a lot of love in a lot of areas. That question now, though, is, you know, are you are you living – are you living your dreams? Are you living your fears? I like that one. Mm-hmm. I, I've been in therapy for years, and that, that was one of the more profound things I've ever thought, Mom. That was really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Cozy Earth, by the way. We have these guys on the podcast for just a couple more days. And so I just want to make sure – and they might come back. I don't know. I don't do the sales part of this job, y'all. Y'all know me. I just read commercials. Uh, but I am a huge fan of Cozy Earth. I'm very thankful for them because not only have I had the opportunity to buy some really luxury, amazing sheets that are super soft, but – I've also had the opportunity to share that with you. And so many people have fallen in love with Cozy Earth Sheets. Uh, they've been on now for, God, about six months. And so many of you guys have bought them. 
And I'm thankful for that, by the way, because it does support the podcast. But I'm, I'm, I'm not hurt. There's not one person that's bought anything from Cozy Earth. This is what usually what happens if if somebody. And there's only been one or two times where like you guys, because I'm I'm picky about what comes in. I'm not just gonna do commercials for anybody. Um. So uh, every now and then, like oh, somebody will have a, have a bad experience, something, and I do what I, what I can to make it right. Um. But with Cozy Earth, everybody has been so thrilled with every purchase that they've made. I'm like, that makes me feel so good. Cozy Earth has these these sheets that are made out of bamboo that are so soft. They're softer than any sheets you've ever slept on. It's hard to go sleep on other sheets now, isn't it, Mom? It like, once you sleep on Cozy is. Earth, like it's it's hard to oh, go back. Yeah, that tote bag comes in handy. It's especially it for this time it. of year. Now it regulates. You know why. <laughs> well, regulate your body temperature a whole lot better, bamboo does, than cotton. Mm-hmm. So if you've been sleeping in cotton, what happens mm-hmm. is it just all that does is really just keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Cotton doesn't really breathe that well. Bamboo breathes. So like if it's colder, it regulates your body temperature. If it's warmer, it regulates your body temperature. It's really great sheets. And we got 40% off. I don't know how much longer this is going to last. This is not a sales gimmick. I'm just being honestly true. I don't know how much longer we have these guys on. Uh, so CozyEarth.com. Go check out these sheets. They're Oprah's favorite things for multiple years in a row. And then type in the promo code Kramer40 to get 40% off your purchase. You've got a 100-night sleep guarantee. You've got a 10-year warranty. And I promise you're going to love your sheets or anything cozy, honestly. So many different products over there. CozyEarth.com. Promo code Kramer40. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, certified fans, thank you for all your support. Love you so much. Love you, you guys. Love you, love you. Are the backbone of this. Really quick, we just so you know, we're the fifth day of the month. We need three people this month to help join uh, our certified fans, which are people that they contribute six dollars a month to the program. Really appreciate it. Every dollar that you donate goes to the production of this podcast. So if you like what you're hearing and you don't mind just giving up a cup of coffee every every month, I mean, hell, Starbucks, one cup of Starbucks is going to cost you more than to be for a certified fan for the whole entire month. And it keeps this podcast being produced at such high quantity, quantity, <laughs> uh, not quality, but quantity. If you want quality, we have to up it at $10 a month. And I don't, you know, <laughs> none of us want that. So we'll just deal with quantity for now. Uh, you get a bunch of perks. And you get a show dedicated to you when you join. Okay. So when we don't have any, nobody new today, we get, but really y'all think about it because we need to start, you know, getting a little serious about this. Uh, our certified fan today is certified fan number 11. I just spent the wheel, by the way. I know you wow. can hear it. Certified fan number 11. Wow. This is the very first day. These are day one people. Wow. And uh, this show is dedicated to Aaron S., the lovely hmm. Aaron S. in San Diego. Hmm. Aaron S. came to me on my birthday of 2020, oh. which was one of the crappiest days because it was the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job. <laughs> I had just lost my other job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aaron said, you know what? I want to support this guy. <laughs> it's kind of a knucklehead, but I want to support him. <laughs> and she did. And she's been with us ever since. Aaron, you're 
uh, you're a an angel. You really are. Yes. We are so thankful Thank for you. you. You hopped on so early and mm-hmm. have been supporting us. Honest to God, no. And people say since day one, like literally since day one. So this episode is dedicated to you. You deserve that and so much more. Aaron S from San Diego. Let's give her some love and a whoop whoop, mom. Whoop whoop to Aaron S from San Diego. Yes. So glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to support us, just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Very much appreciated. I don't know about next week's schedule yet. I'm still waiting to hear. Just FYI, I will be in Mexico again next week. (laughs) On yet another vacation. My week one of (laughs) multiple weeks. (laughs) Of 23 vacations. Yeah. When it comes to – vacations this week we'll see how many we keep and i'm gonna keep tabs i'm gonna keep a running tab this week i don't want to be surprised at the end how many we took so it'll be mm-hmm. let me think i'm actually gonna take one two three four days only four days everybody chill it's just four days um, <laughs> and some of that's a weekend right well it's it's technically seven days six days seven no it's seven oh, yeah, days yeah, yeah. but it's oh, a weekend it, it's a weekend. long weekend it's mlk yeah. like come yeah. on come on yeah. It's okay. cold in Baltimore. It's cold. Actually, today is 64 degrees in Baltimore. <laughs> I've literally yeah. not one reason to leave the state again. But yeah, it's anyway, 70 I, here today. It's so insane. Yeah. All right. Ask my mom. Thank you, by the way, for everyone that uh, turns to our podcast when there's a dilemma going on in your life. This is an advice segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it's not possible without you. So if you ever got a dilemma going on, just go to certifiedmamasboy.com, submit your dilemma. And then my mom has been a mom now for 43 years. We'll um we'll give you some motherly advice and then we as your podcast fam hop in and try to help you through it as well. All right, mom, what's happening? Dear Mama Nancy, we got married during the pandemic just over a year ago. And since this podcast feels like family, I can be honest when I say it's been less than wonderful. I'm glad you feel that way, by the way. Yeah. I have a good job and make okay money. My husband was out of work during the pandemic and had moved back home with his mom. When we married, we decided he would move in with me, and I would continue to pay the rent and bills as long as he got a job and later contributed to our life together. It's been a year. Everyone complains they can't find people to fill jobs, and he still can't find the, quote, the right job for me, end quote. Instead, He's going out with his buddies, binging Netflix, and playing video games. About a week ago, I asked him how the job hunt was going, and he told me that he didn't feel like it was worth it. He said he was comfortable with what he had now. (laughs) I lost it and told him that if he wasn't going to at least support his hobbies and habits, he should just move back home. He said his parents would be glad to have him. So I told him he has until the end of the month to get a job or get out. He thinks I'm the problem now. But really? This isn't too much to ask, is it? Nope. I think not. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. He's not holding up his end of the bargain. Just because the man didn't have a job right now? Stressful. Yes, I think he should have a job. It's been a year. No, I'm saying just because... 
Um, y'all, this, this, y'all are just so nonsensical sometimes. Well, just y'all because love, you want to stay at love, home and okay. watch video games. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what I'm looking for. I find that, I swear to God, we'll end this podcast today. I'll be like, no, I'm good. You're going to call her up and say, let's get married. I'll be like, that's it. Yeah, if he, if, if he, if, if he don't want to do it, I'll, I'll be there. Let me know. God. Let me know. Um, y'all, but this is the thing here. And I see this on the Facebook page a lot too. Everyone's, oh no, leave him. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all, y'all, the first ones, y'all, the first ones to be like, no, leave this man, leave him. Mm-hmm. And y'all been, you, mom, you've been married for damn 70, how long have you been married? 50 years. <laughs> 50. How much bullshit you've put up with? <laughs> yeah, but not like that. No, he always, he always held up his end of the deal. Well, yeah. financially. Yeah, financially. But I'm sure there's been other parts. There have he probably been. hasn't held up his end of the deal. And me too. And we worked on it. Yeah. So why have all of a sudden but we, just we didn't the first sit around thing, and let you didn't it even continue t- you and didn't not even do anything breath. about it? You didn't even take a breath. You were like, yeah, leave him. <laughs> <laughs> you were literally not even done reading the email. And then you literally just hopped into, oh, yeah, you got to leave him. It was like a run on sentence. Oh, you got to leave him. Should I do? Yeah, you should leave him. Sure. Question is this isn't too much to ask, is it? That's the question. No, I don't think it's too much to ask. No wonder everybody, no wonder we're all damn divorced. (laughs) Times get hard and y'all say bye. Like, okay, no, I don't. Do I think this is okay? No. Do I think you need to end this relationship? No, I don't. It sounds like a fight that all of us have probably had at one point in a relationship. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go stay with my mom. Well, good. I want to stay with my mom anyway, so I'm going to go. Well, good. Then go. Well, then good. Then go. I'm good. I wanted to go anyway. I'm already out the door. If he does, it'll change things for them. I'm going before you even ask me. I wanted to go anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? We've all been in those fights before. This wasn't your idea. I was going to go to my mom's house anyway. That's right. I do not miss being in a relationship. I really don't. Um yeah. No, you should not end this relationship, Nancy Yancey. You should not. <laughs> well, what do you what do you suggest you, she do? You you work on it. <laughs> well, it's Dear been a year. God. Okay. It's been a year. He's not okay. he's not looking for a job. Y'all, he's, y'all he's every TV. last one of y'all sat there and you looked in Jesus's eyes and you said for better <laughs> or worse. You swore to Jesus that you would say better or worse. <laughs> for richer or poorer. <laughs> Y'all swore this. We did, but so to did Almighty they. God. Yes, both partners agreed to that. <laughs> no, you should not get divorced. He yeah, obviously, you guys need a reset. I would say this sounds like yeah, a power struggle maybe that's issue what to will me. Happen. But don't maybe you don't need to end your relationship over this. That's it. That's all we're saying about this. When I'm over this topic. All right, Mom, that's it for you today. I love you. <laughs> okay, honey, love you forever. Man, listen to this this fear I'm having right now. And I was going to talk about this on tomorrow's show, but I'm, I'll be out of time tomorrow. I I don't have I don't have like I'm going to die from COVID anxiety, right? I don't I don't even fear. I'm you know I've been I've got damn all the COVID juices in me that I can get, right? But I do have a I, I have a a fear of getting sick right now because again I'm going to Mexico. In a couple of days, right? I mean, I'm going to have to hop on a plane and I'm going to have to, you know, uh, that's my, my first, <laughs> my first vacation of many of the year, right? 
I'm not going to do as many vacations this year. I'm really not. Uh, but anyway, back to the point. So we have an office Christmas party coming up, which I know you're like, what the hell? It's the fifth. So on um, tonight, technically tonight, Thursday night, uh, we have an office holiday get together. And I honestly don't want to go be around a large group of people. But I feel like if I don't go, I'm like, I'm like kind of a piece of shit. Jess can't go because she's doing wedding stuff. And I feel like I'm like, I'm like kind of a shitty employee if I don't go. But I feel like if I go, I'm going to have so much anxiety the whole time that I'm going to – because, you know, you get COVID. It takes about five days for it to show up. That's literally when I'm going on vacation. Am I being too cuckoo? You guys y'all know I get a little cuckoo by this stuff. Does that sound too cuckoo to you? Is that too cuckoo? Help your hypochondriac friend out here. Man, we got lots of, lot of stuff you can call in about today. I want to know about your how you feel about overweight people asking you if they're overweight. I want to know about ask my mom. Is that worth any relationship? Am I being a cuckoo bird because I don't want to – Go to my office Christmas party. I mean, I don't want to go, period. But I really genuinely, minus the not really wanting to go. Um, and if I, here's the thing. If I wasn't going on vacation, I wouldn't be as – if I didn't have to fly, I wouldn't be as hyper – well, even if I drove. Like, I just don't want, to, don't want to get sick on vacation. You know what I mean? Help me out. If enough of you say I don't have to go, I'm not going to go. <laughs> 888-Kramer8 is our phone number. I'd love to hear your voice at the beginning of this year. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.